0: Welcome to the Kingsford Fliver Flash. I'm Coach Van Dusen. This is episode 21. Hey, Coach, how's the team looking? The Kingsford Fliver Flash is a podcast dedicated to highlighting and celebrating all of the amazing things surrounding Kingsford football. The Kingsford Fliver Flash talks with players, coaches, and other figures close to and invested in the success of Fliver football. Located in Michigan's beautiful upper peninsula, The Kingsford Flivers have a reputation of being a powerhouse in the UP and fearless against any opponent, regardless of size. Pride and tradition runs deep in the Fliver Nation. Let's get after it. The number one question football coaches have been asked all over the country the last three weeks or so is, Hey coach, how's the team looking? And that's a really hard question to answer sometimes. Uh, I've been a part of teams where you had a bunch of returning seniors, a bunch of returning starters, and you underperform. I've also been a part of a team where you have a bunch of young kids coming up and you go into the scrimmage thinking you're not going to do anything, and then you end up doing pretty well. So I'm just going to talk a little bit today about how the Flivers are doing, Uh, and these opinions are all my own. They are not sanctioned by any other Fliver organization or coach. But first, I wanted to mention that the Fliver Flash has just gone over 1,000 listeners. I checked this morning, we had 1,002 listeners. So thank you to all those of you that listen. I hope that you keep listening, and I hope you keep sharing with your friends so we can expand this, and people can listen and learn more about Kingsford Fliver football. First, we'll talk about training camp, the two-a-days, the first two weeks of school, uh, first off, we went all together, so a much different concept. Again, Coach Hofer retired. We have Coach Navara, who really took the bull by the horns here. And in training camp, we all did things together. And when I say that, I mean we had freshmen, junior varsity, and varsity all training together on things, especially those first few days when there's, you know, you're just in shorts and helmets. So it started off with warm-ups. We did those all together, very well organized, very well orchestrated, and um, also taught a lot of discipline in that where when it was your turn to do your high knees, your butt kickers, or your karaoke or whatever, if your foot wasn't on the line, we brought the whole line back. So trying to instill that discipline right away. And I saw that discipline carry over into a few other things, mainly the the drills, the team, and also when we went off to our scrimmage where obviously we were by ourselves, uh, the players already had that sense of discipline installed in them and to do things Right, so we'd start off with the warm up, uh, some dynamic warm ups with uh, leg pulls, high knees, the typical football stuff, and then we would spread out and have three three rows facing one way, three rows facing them, and then a group in the middle, and that group consisted of players who had been here all summer who had really taken ownership and leadership of the program. So then we'd do our static stretches, just standard football stuff, and we'd clap it up to the middle, and we'd get a word of the day. And lots of great words of the day just to kind of set the practice off right. We had enthusiasm, we had coachable ownership, um, positivity, all those things that just kind of helped set the tone for where that practice was going to go that day. And words of the day came first from the coaches and then from the seniors. After we broke that huddle, we would rush right over to the ladders. We had eight or nine ladders set up depending on how many uh, players were sitting out that day, unfortunately. The injury bug bit us a little bit here and there. Uh, And then we would do all the ladders together and Coach Kriegel would have five or six, uh, different ladder drills for us to do. And that did a lot. And doing it all together really, really helped because we had the freshmen who wanted to perform well to show the seniors they could do it. And we had the seniors who wanted to perform well to, you know, be that leader type role to the freshmen and everywhere in between to include the JVs and the juniors. So that went really well. And then we'd jog over and get water and then come back. And this part, I think really helped is we would do clap drill all together. And if you don't know what clap drill is, it's where the quarterback stand up front, everybody else is on a knee and we simply go through the cadence and everybody has to clap on the cadence. So if he says, Hey, it's on one, everybody has to clap on one. Hey, if it's on two. So it forces the players to concentrate a little bit, but what it really did was it allowed the senior quarterback and the junior quarterback to really set the tone and the leadership style of the team And the JV and freshman quarterbacks who are up there doing clap drill with everybody, so senior linemen, had to really follow suit. And I think there was a lot of growth in that. So after we would do um, warm-ups and ladders and clap drill, We'd typically break off and do a little team takeoff. That's just a way to kind of get our brains in football mode, and we just run plays against air as a team for maybe five or ten minutes. Then we'd come back together for individual time, and this part I think was really, really beneficial. And what would happen here is the, say it was an offensive practice, all of the quarterbacks would go with Coach Navarro. All of the linemen would come with myself, Coach Harry, Coach Yankee, Coach Okanen, coach Wallstrom, and we would have that individual time, but as a larger group. So sometimes we would take and we'd all work on the same skill. Um, sometimes we would split into kind of older players, younger players, or more skilled players, less skilled players, and we'd work on a different set of skills. Sometimes the older players would would go through the fundamentals quicker and then move on to another skill, and the younger, younger players would uh, continue to work on that fundamental skill. Sometimes we'd break up as position groups. So all the guards come with me. We're working on pulling. We're working on trapping. We're working on our wraparound. Uh, All of the tackles would go with another coach. Hey, we're working on double teams. Centers would work on on their backside scoop blocks and whatnot. And sometimes we would break them into groups. I remember one night we had four coaches, so we split them into four different groups, and they had seven minutes at each station. So they came to my station. We worked on uh, pulling and trapping. And wraparound blocks. And then we'd go to they would move to the next station where they're working on double team blocks, go to another station where they're working on the sweep type block, the the stretch, the toss, and they'd go to the fourth station where they'd work on pass protection. So by doing that, it did a lot of really great things. One, we got to get really, really detailed with our technique because we had the so many coaches with all of the kids and we could like when they come to my station with pulling like we're really adamant that we pull correctly in drills so that it gets closer to reality in a game the other thing it did uh, much like the uh, warm-up and the ladders and the clap drill is that it really instead of just having five coaches out there we had 20 coaches out there because all of the seniors all of the juniors who have done this before They knew what was expected of them. They could help train up those younger players. And, you know, the freshman is way more likely to go ask that junior, hey, when coach says I got to do this, what what does that mean? Um, You know, and obviously they come to the coaches too, but it really, really emphasized that we are a program. We are one team. We're not three separate teams just working separately. So that was really great for the individual time and just the different ways that worked out. Uh, after individual time, we typically go into a team time where we would take whatever skills we had just learned in an individual and apply them as a team. Sometimes they'd go JV, JV varsity. Sometimes it's varsity versus varsity, a little bit JV versus freshman, just kind of working out some of those kinks. We'd all learn the same things. We'd all learn the same terminology, which has been huge, by the way. So that time was really, really valuable when it moved into the team. So now we're going to talk about some of the fun things we did, too. A lot of times uh, you'll hear coaches talk about the grind, and you're in the grind, and after five days or two days, it feels like a grind. feels like you live at the field house, and your family doesn't know who you are and whatever else, but um, we did do some fun things, too. So during the first week, one of the fun things we did is the ice cream truck pulled up, right at the end of practice, and big thank you to Chris Moore and Back in Motion for sponsoring this. But the ice cream truck pulled up, and before the players could get ice cream, we had to have three catches of punts by linemen. So we put our senior punter down at one end of the field, and all the linemen in a big gaggle on the other end, and they had to catch three punts. And I think we caught the first one right away, but after that, I wasn't really sure any of us were going to get ice cream. But it was a a great way to kind of break up the break up the week, break up the monotony. It was a ton of fun. There was lots of cheering. And at the end, every every player got um, an ice cream. So that was a really great thing we did. Another thing we did that was fun in week two is we did a fumble recovery drill. And it's not just any fumble recovery drill. We had a 20 by 30 blue tarp out and Coach Kriegel with his hose and a whole jug of dishwashing soap, soaped that baby up, and we did fumble recovery on the mat. So that was really great. We had you know toss the ball out there and two players at a time rush out there and try to get it on a giant slip and slide. So that was a good time. Lots of cheering. If you check our Facebook page and Instagram, you'll see some videos of it. It was uh, it was just a lot of fun. Another way to kind of break up the monotony. The players have been working really, really hard, and this is just a way to kind of throw them a bone and have some fun. Then last Friday, so three days ago from when this is publishing, we headed to our scrimmage. So for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years or so, uh, we changed up our scrimmage a little bit. Instead of hosting Gwen, Ishpeming, and Houghton, uh, the Flivers traveled to Nagani. The Varsity Flivers traveled to Nagani along with the JVs and had a scrimmage. It was just us and Nagani, which was a really great time. And I know uh, Nagani hasn't played us in a very long time. However, they have a really good squad there and gave us a really good look. And I know we gave them a good look. Um, you know, Nagani is known to play some powerhouse football state championship in 2002, if you go back a few episodes and listen to that. Um so that was a really good look for us. It gave us a different kind of competition, a team we're not used to seeing. I know the JVs we got burnt once on option, never seen option before. My my JV uh, players had never seen option before, and you know they had the quarterback dead to rights, and then boop, there goes the ball whew, down the sideline. Whoa, what was that? So I know uh, talking with some of the varsity coaches, they were very proud of how their players did. You know, with a new coach and a new system and all this thing, you just you just don't know. You just don't know until you put your hand in the dirt lined up across from somebody else. And uh, they did pretty well. Now, the freshmen traveled to West Iron County where they scrimmaged with West Iron, the Wycons, And I believe Norway was there and talking with uh, Coach Mela and Coach Yonke a little bit, uh, just very briefly over the weekend. It sounds like they did pretty well, too. And I think a big part of that was us all practicing together. We had the freshmen and the JVs learning what they're going to look like. And if you go back just, uh, gee whiz, one, two episodes, I think, we talked with the freshmen. And, you know, that was a theme, a common theme of the two recordings I did of that because one got deleted, that they really liked working with the older players because they could see what they could become. And I think that really carried over to the field. So now this week is game week. We are headed to Manasha. And I say we because all three programs are going to Manasha. So I'm looking at the schedule right here. And on Thursday, 29 August, the freshmen will be playing Manasha at five o'clock away in Manasha, which is just south of that Green Bay Appleton area. Uh, at The JVs are playing Thursday, the 29th at seven. So freshmen play at five, JVs play at seven, and doubleheader action on a Thursday. And then the Varsity Flivers will head to Benasha on Friday, August 30th with a start time of 7 o'clock. So if you are tracking on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, continue to do so. We'll put information about how to get to the game, uh, the scores of the games, and all that type of stuff. So if you're not, please go into the show notes and find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. We try to keep those as up-to-date as possible. And we'll see where we go from here. The Flivers uh have a lot of excitement surrounding them coming out of team camp. And we are ready to go up against some other opponents other than ourselves. And that will do it for episode 21 of the Kingsford Fliver Flash. Hey coach, how's the team looking? We talked a little bit about our training camp and how we did all of our practices all together with the exception of splitting up into some team time with team takeoff, stretches, uh, individual time. And we also talked about some of the fun things we did, bringing in the ice cream truck, another shout out to Chris Moore and back in motion, as well as the fumble recovery drill, which sounds super important until you do it on a slip and slide. Uh, we also talked just briefly about the scrimmage that we did where the varsity and the JVs traveled to Nagani to scrimmage them for the first time in a very long time and how the freshmen headed to the house of Wycons. So if you are not already, please click subscribe on your podcasting catcher of choice so you can always catch the latest episode of the Kingsford Fliver Flash. I also ask that you go into the show notes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a like, a thumbs up, a double tap, all of the things that are good. And until then, this is Coach Van Dusen. Invest in tomorrow by owning today. Thank you for listening to the Kingsford Fliver Flash and supporting the great game of football. To find out more, follow Kingsford Fliver Football on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Links to all of our social media sites are available in the show notes. You can also email us at football at kingsford.org. Be sure to subscribe to the Kingsford Fliver Flash wherever podcasts are available so you get notified every time a new episode is published.